You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined again with Dr. Noel Nelson. Hi, Noel. Hi, Steve. So we are going to talk today about one of the spouses, husband or wife, always having to be right at home. And, I, you know, what's the problem? I don't, I don't, I don't understand <laughs> what we're talking about here. <laughs> um, but I guess, I guess what we're going to get to eventually is the fact that, you know, sure, you may be right or you always have to be right, but that doesn't necessarily mean that your marriage is better for it. <laughs> and uh, so in some cases, your marriage could be miserable because of um, that, those actions and, and thought processes. So what do some partners um, in a relationship, um, why do they always want to feel that they are right all the time? Well, for the very reason, Steve, that you first said, can't see why this is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it, it, it feels powerful, it feels strong to be right. And often in some of our other roles, like, you know, if you're a mom, you sort of have to be right with your three-year-old. And if you're a dad or a mom in the workplace, um, we feel that, you know, we have to not only feel, we often are the ones in authority and we have to be right. So, you know, we get into this loop, if you will, where being right becomes kind of what we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how does having to constantly be right make the not-so-right partner feel? I mean, that definitely has to have a cost to the relationship, right? Yes, it does. And it feels, to the, to the not-so-right partner, it feels that they are somehow always wrong, that they can't do anything right, which brings on a loss of self-esteem and a loss of confidence, which, of course, makes them screw up more. And along with that, and this is the part that we don't stop to think about very much, comes a loss of love. Mm. In other words, you start to fear your spouse and their opinion, and they're yelling at you more than you love them, meaning your desire to cuddle up or be close mm -hmm. really diminishes because it, it just doesn't feel good to be made wrong. And I'm assuming this also affects communication, too, because, you know, Eventually, you're not going to want to open your mouth because they're just going to want to prove whatever you say wrong as well, right? Yep. You're, going to, you're not going to open your mouth. And, you know, this is the source, Steve, of that, sometimes, of that phenomenon known as she won't do anything I ask or he won't do anything I ask. It's because when they do do what you ask, you tell them it's wrong. Mm. So yep. why should I take out the trash if she always tells me that I've done it either at the wrong time, at the wrong moment, did it in the wrong way, put the new liner in wrong, you know, and she's like, well, why should I try to, to not, you know, overcharge on her credit cards where if I even you know, go over by like a dollar, he behaves like I just went over by a million. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that, yeah, you're, you're so right because this translates to dishes, to, to yeah. laundry, to everything. Yeah. And to the, to the big stuff, too. It's, you know, I have um, a couple where the husband stopped interacting with the child because the wife kept telling him he was doing it wrong. Oh. Yeah. That's not good. Stuff. <laughs> um, I mean, can you give us another example of a couple who, who have been caught up in, in this kind of a scenario? You know, I remember one in particular. 
Eve, where I was working with a couple, and she was a very bright, very sophisticated woman. And the husband was more down-to-earth, more kind of a, um, you know, a construction worker kind of guy, great guy. And if they respected each other, it worked great because they, they complimented each other. Uh-huh. But she would get into these sort of, I don't know what you want to call them, this is sort of a, almost a tornado where she just was on him morning, noon, and night. And the problem was, because she was more sophisticated, often she did have a more efficient way of doing whatever it was. And they sat there on my couch one day after one of these, and he just burst out saying, you're right, you're right, you're always right. And she said, yes, I am. And she had not a clue that that fellow was emasculated in every possible conceivable sense of the term. Mm-hmm. And it flips over the other way. It isn't just women who do this, believe me. Men do it, too, and then they wonder why their wives are frigid or, you know, run away from them, basically won't, you know, won't uh, get close. Uh, do you find that it's more common for a husband or a wife? I mean, is this a, a more of a woman or man-dominated issue? Not really. It's more that men and women have different things that they like to be right on and that people have different power dynamics. So, you know, you can get the the submissive wife, if you will, who would be just a joy if 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 she were not yelled at. And then you get the husband who is a willing, you know, wants to be willing and wants to help, who would, again, be far more cooperative if he didn't get yelled at. So, no, it's more a power, an internal power thing um, and, and the, the types of things that men and women uh, want to be right on. Okay. And for those uh, individuals who constantly have to be right and make it known that they're right, uh, do they then eventually over time lose track of what's really important because of that necessity? You know, I would say, Steve, they've lost track of it really early on. Okay. Because they've, they've kind of forgotten, you know, this is about a relationship. And the very core of relationship is what? Is relating. Mm-hmm. That means that, you know, guess what? You really can load the dishes one way, and I can load them another, and the dishes are going to come out clean. Yeah. You really can balance a checkbook once a week and check it on three different calculators, and I can trust the way the bank does it and hope that, you know, figure they won't muck it up and check it once a month, and it still can be okay. You know, for example, uh, there's this book called Living Oprah, where the author lived Oprah's advice for a whole year. It's mm-hmm. a very, very interesting experiment. And she said that they, they scheduled sex um, according to one of the, I guess it was the experts in the, in the Living Oprah thing, that said you had to kiss for 10 seconds, right? Uh-huh. That was a genuine kiss. And she said for her and her husband, that felt so forced. It just felt wrong, and that's a perfect example of how, for somebody else, kissing for 10 seconds could feel like utter heaven. Uh-huh. So, it's, it, you know, again, there's not a right way, and there's not a wrong way, unless you're hurting somebody, obviously. But in these matters, there are many right ways to do things, and I think that couples who forget that and have to have it their way, well, they may even be right on a sort of logical, you know, intellectual level, but they may end up very alone and lonely, even within the relationship. Um, and, and this is, you know, you just mentioned it. At some level, they may be right. Um, how, how would you um, go about having that conversation with your spouse if, in fact, they are doing something wrong or you you do have a more efficient way, but you don't want to be, I'm Mr. Always Right, 
you know, I just see that you're doing something and I know of a more efficient way of doing this and it would save you time and then we could spend more time together, that, that kind of a scenario. Well, I think that you need at that point to step back and look at the bigger picture and ask yourself what's more important, for your spouse to maintain their sense of self-esteem and of confidence and of doing it right in the relationship or you to be more time efficient by five minutes. Now, if, there, if it's, you know, something that you think impacts the relationship in a big way, right, not uh-huh. enough money, not enough time, not enough sex, whatever the issue may be, then the quickest, easiest, most self-esteeming way to bring about change is not to try to fix what you see as, quotes wrong, mm-hmm. but to praise whenever you see something that is, quotes right. Ah, uh, okay. Because we all stumble into doing it the way our spouse likes yep. once in a while. <laughs> And so it would be, oh, honey, wow, when you did it that way, I noticed that you, wow, you were done with the dishes and we were off to the movies. It was great. Mm-hmm. Not you doofus. Why don't you do it that way every time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, it's, 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 again, praising what's working. And sometimes it's joining in together in the activity and not saying, look how different I'm doing it. Just doing it. Okay. And noticing if your spouse picks up or not. And how do you explain? Except that there are multiple ways to do something right. If you're one of these people who you have, it's it's your way and that's the right way. So how do you how do you go about making that mindset shift of saying like, oh yeah, there is more than one way to do something and it's okay. Right. The easiest, quickest route to that one, Steve, is ask yourself, how would I like it if somebody told me I was doing it wrong every time? Mm, Okay. Because I promised you, there is somebody (laughs) on this planet doing it better than you. Yeah. You know, there's. There's Einstein types and all that. I mean, there is somebody who can, no matter how expert you think you are at at, um, cleaning the bathroom floor or balancing the checkbook or putting oil in the car, there is somebody who does it better than you. How would you like it if they stood over you and said, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) It's putting yourself in the other person's shoes and remembering what is important here. When I go to my grave, do I want to say, oh my, all the love I enjoyed, or oh my, the bathroom was always cleaned the way I wanted it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you're shattering my world, Noel. So I'm so sorry, I'm going to have to come I'm to grips really with sorry. all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, it's... It's all, it, you know, people nitpick about the little things that just aren't important in the grand scheme of things. And I think the, the, the quicker that they learn these, uh, these lessons, um, the better off they'll be for it. And, and as you said, Steve, it's, it's sort of quit nitpicking about the little things and look at the bigger picture. Look at the larger things in life that really matter, that you hold close to your heart and try to pay more attention to those. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Noel, this has been a, another great topic, uh, but that's going to do it for us this week. So thank you very much for your time. Well, thank you. Uh, everybody listening, uh, you have been listening to Dr. Noel Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker, and author of nine best-selling books, including her most recent, Your Man is Wonderful, uh, where you can find more information at yourmanaswonderful.com. And for more information about Noelle, you can visit her website, wonderfulmanwonderfulyou.com, where it links to her blog and books and and upcoming events and things. Um, And you can also follow Noelle on Twitter, at Dr. Noelle Nelson. 
Um, and uh, lastly, Noelle is also um, republishing her uh, blog on the Hitched Blog Network. And so if you haven't seen that yet, it's uh, still pretty new, uh, probably less than a, a month new. So check that out. I think it's pretty cool. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well, at Hitch Media. So thanks once again, Noelle. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, take care, everybody. say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched. Entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.